Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, I'm Regina Lay, the news editor of Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teca Teca News. In today's episode... 57 uh, pesos to one was a uh, psychological uh, barrier or a psychological level. And uh, it seems that if you hit 57, anything uh, can go uh, next. So probably it can be 57.05 tomorrow, 57.25, because we haven't seen the end of uh, the movement of the U.S. dollar. That's right. One U.S. dollar now buys 57 Philippine pesos. How did we get here? Exactly two years ago, in September 2020, the peso was sitting at 48.48 to the dollar. At that time, we were in the middle of yet another lockdown, so you didn't really feel the effects of a strong currency. Parang wala lang since we were all stuck at home. But now, in two short years, the peso has plumbed new depths. We're now at a new record low, and economists agree we're probably not even at the bottom yet. Here's economist Emmanuel Noel Leiko. He is also president of the Pamantasan ng Lunsod ng Manila. The interest rates in the U.S. continues to go up. Inflation continues to be uh, uncontrolled and therefore the U.S. continues to uh, consider raising interest rates. And if that happens, the Philippine peso will continue to depreciate. And that's really what it comes down to, the U.S. Federal Reserve, which is their central bank. Basically, when interest rates rise in the U.S., the dollar becomes more attractive to investors. So they start dumping other currencies and start piling into the greenback again. And that's why, although the Philippine peso is one of the worst hit, it's not the only Asian currency that's suffering. In fact, even the mighty Japanese yen is also having its worst year on record. The problem with a weaker currency is that it affects us all, whether you realize it or not. Yes, not just those of you who like buying imported goods. Listen to our national statistician, Dennis Mapa. He's the one who reports the inflation numbers every month. Pag mataas yung dollars, uh, may fuel tayo, so binibili natin yun ng, uh, in, in terms of US dollars, so magkakaroon ng impact yun sa ating pump price dito. Ano? So, uh, yun... And here's economist Noel Leiko again. The ordinary people will definitely uh, feel the uh, pain of uh, depreciating uh, peso. Why? Because we are almost importing everything, consumer goods, onions, uh, garlic, fish. We import petroleum and uh, without price movements in the uh, petroleum uh, market, with the currency uh, depreciation, the price of oil or the price of petroleum in the pump uh, stations will definitely go up. Uh, Consumers will definitely feel that. That's right. The Philippines is primarily an importing nation and we pay in dollars for pretty much everything. 
So that's the other thing about a depreciating currency. There are no quick fixes. Earlier, I told you that the biggest reason the peso is falling is that the U.S. Central Bank keeps raising their interest rates. So you may think, why can't we do the same? Won't that stem some of the capital outflows? Well, our own Banco Central has been doing it, but they can't match the pace in the U.S. or Europe since there is still some weakness in our economy coming out of the pandemic. This year alone, the BSP has raised rates four times, and they have said they're ready to keep going if the Fed acts. Remember that interest rates affect nearly every facet of the financial system, from housing loans, auto loans, credit cards, and so on and so forth. Ultimately, that means we're looking at a slowdown sometime next year. Here's Nikki Mapa, the chief economist at Dutch bank ING, in an interview on One News. Because the BSP is hiking very aggressively, people expect that you know rate hikes are going to immediately slow down the economy. No, it doesn't work that way. And rate hikes don't just affect credit cards; it it affects mm-hmm. new loans, which affect capabilities down the road. So, if you start hiking aggressively now, you're going to start to feel the effects early next year or mid next year. It shows that you know the BSP will have to do more to really match the type of demand out there, so that the the supply and demand come in, into equilibrium. So should we hit the panic button now? Marikina Representative Stella Kimbo, who is one of the most respected economists in Congress, says not quite. Well, bottom line naman is ang sa akin pagtiwalaan natin ang ating BSP. Mahusay ang ating mga economic managers, ang ating BSP ay merong sapat na tools, particularly yung policy rate, kung tawagin, ibig sabihin na adjust naman nila yung interest rate. And at the same time, meron po tayong sapat na dollar reserves nang sa ganon kung kailangan mag-intervene sa foreign exchange market ay uh, kaya din nilang gawin. So may sapat na tools. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Regina Lay, the news editor of Teka Teka. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Prash Capistrano. If you liked today's episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're excited to build our community with you and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.